Hi, I'm Isabella. Hi, I'm Bethany. And, and we, we are, are the, the co-founders of Soul Besties. We named our podcast Soul Besties because we are two Southern girls who have been friends for a long time and love boba tea. When we sit down and record a podcast, we're most likely enjoying some kind of boba tea with it. And we hope you will fix some tea too and join us for this episode. second episode of Soul Besties. This is Bethany. We are so excited that you're here with us today. Hi guys, I'm Isabella um, and we are so excited to come again for our second episode. Um, And like we always say, we want to open our Bibles um, together. So our key verse is Isaiah 43, 4a. 4a means that it's the first part of that verse. So I'm going to go ahead and read it for us. Because you are precious in my sight and honored and I love you. Yeah, I love that verse. Um, I think that there's so many good little bits about it when it comes to thinking about how God feels like we are worth something precious to him. You know, that he would say we are precious. So we are valuable to him um, that he would directly tell us that. Mm, And even talking about we are honored um, that, you know, he um, he wants to honor us. He wants to put us in this special place, um, be able to help us in different ways. Um, Wow. You know, that God would care about me individually. Right. And about me as well. And, you know, the the last part of that verse, the I love you, you know, we talk about God is love and God did send his son because he loved us so much, you know, to die on the cross. Um, But I had never seen it just like, I love you. Like, I love you, Isabella. I love you, Bethany. Um, And he (laughs) loves all of you guys as well. And he sees us as precious in his sight, no matter what. Yeah, in today's um, episode, we wanted to talk about worthiness. I think because often in life, um, everybody has experienced moments where they didn't feel worthy. And, you know, this is a topic that we have learned a lot about. But on the other hand, we are still learning about it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, That it is so easy to listen to other people when maybe they're being critical. Um, You know, maybe it's like our culture is kind of a critical culture. Yeah. Um, But often when we hear, you know, other people say to us, like, you're not good enough, your work's not good enough, um, we start to feel like I'm insignificant. I don't matter, you know, these kind of feelings of unworthiness, I think. And um, even, you know, in this Isaiah verse, being reminded that, no, we are special, we are precious, we are, um, you know, a part of God's unique creation that he wants us to be here. And we have a purpose and... um, yeah, like I'm I'm reminded of his love when I think about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and like you said, we wanted to talk about this because we feel like, you know, it's relevant in our lives. Um, and we want to just be able to share what we've experienced with 
um, just not feeling worthy um, and how we can work through that um, as well as you know what we're learning right now in our in our life and this verse just kind of you know just embodies um, what we're going to talk about today um, yeah yeah and you know as we are reading this verse I was thinking about how um, Recently, I've been studying about the Imago Dei, which means we are made in the image of God. Um, so it talks about in Genesis 1, I think it's like 26, 27, that we are, you know, image bearers of God, that we are made in God's image. Um, and I think, you know, this is one of the first times in scripture where we see why human beings are special yeah. to God mm. um, and that we're different than the rest of creation. You know, God made animals and, and, and trees and plants and, you know, all kinds of things, the world. But, like, you know, the only ones that he had a relationship with were humans. Yeah. You know? Um, and this just reminds me, not only, you know, am I worth worthy and special to God, but like also other people are. Mm. I think, um, yeah, you know, as I struggle with worthiness, maybe, um, I also need to be thinking about how are my actions impacting how other people feel worthy or not? Yeah. You know, and am I cutting other people down? <laughs> To make them feel like they are not worthy, that they are not good enough, that um, they are lacking. And, I mean, I can think of some times where I've done that and I, yeah. you know, I feel really bad about it. I had to apologize to people about that. Um, but I think being reminded that, you know, being made in the image of God, um, that this is, this is such an important aspect of understanding why we are valuable to God um, because I mean that is why you know God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins so that we could have a restored relationship with God um, because our sin separates us from God but because of Jesus's death and resurrection we are able to have a relationship with God and you know naturally we are unworthy in the sense of like we are sinful people um, and we, you know, God is righteous and holy and he is perfect, but because of Jesus, mm -hmm. um, we have been made right. Nothing that we did personally, just the grace of God and that we would accept this gift that we are, you know, made worthy. Um, but I also, you know, I was talking to someone who's not a Christian, um, but they, they fall in different religion and, they made the comment to me before, oh, I don't feel worthy to God. Mm. And um, that really struck a chord with me because I thought, um, you know, while I have maybe felt unworthy in certain times of my life, like times when I wasn't following Jesus and I knew that I was just committing sin and I, I, I felt that separation from God. But since following Jesus... I have never felt um, unworthy to God mm -hmm. because I know that like because of Jesus, I have, I am made worthy, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't have to do anything. And they were talking about all the things that they were trying to do to be worthy to God. And I was just like, oh, you know, I like, wow. Um, 
I hadn't really thought about that. Like, what do I need to do to, to make things right with God? And I'm, I'm so grateful that, you know, I don't have to do a list of things because also like God is so perfect and holy and, and amazing and powerful. Like there is nothing I could do enough, you know, to really like earn worthiness. Um, I mean, that's why, uh, God needed to send a perfect sacrifice like Jesus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we are worthy because he is worthy. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of want to, you know, I thought of a thought when you were talking about, about image bearers mm-hmm. and how we are worthy. Um, and so we need to treat others at, like, like they are worthy as yeah. well. And, I have also had moments in my life where I have not done that. Um, Maybe I said something I shouldn't have said and brought someone down. Um, And like you said, apologizing and and repenting for for doing that. And I think so often um, people or our culture brings us down in so many ways, Mm -hmm. right? We can even look at like comparison um like hey you need to be this um weight you know you need to look like this and you need to act like that and if you don't then you have these certain clothes yes like yeah like you're just not you're not worthy to to be loved you're not enough um you're not worthy to be in our social group yes that (laughs) you know yeah whatever yeah there's all these different there's so much pressure of of how we treat each other yeah like other people yeah um no for sure and i and i think personally you know i've experienced just in my own life um just because i didn't look a certain way and i didn't speak a certain language i just was looked at as if like you're not worth it you're not good enough um, and I think that was one of the biggest things for me. And as you're talking about, like, I am an image bearer. Like, Jesus created me in his image. And people that look different than me, also he created in his image. So it's very important for us to remember to treat people that don't look like us, like, worthy and worth yeah. it. Because yeah. Jesus died for them as well. And I feel that really, really deep in my soul because that is one of the biggest things that I have dealt with in my life because you know I am um, Hispanic and I came and I didn't know any English and you know growing up that was difficult in my life and a lot of people bullied me because I looked different and they didn't treat me as worthy and so you kind of start believing that you start believing that you're not worth it you start believing that you're not good enough and you almost want to be you you want to start to be like them like yeah. oh well maybe if I just look like them or buy the clothes that they have um like do you remember wallabies I know that's like a long time ago <laughs> okay I, I almost feel like I need to share an Isabella story right now because as you were saying that it literally made me think of a conversation we had in high school and okay. you wanted a North Face jacket for Christmas. And it was at, at that time in Alabama, it was all the rage. Yes. So if you're from Alabama, you know. Yes. And um, Isabella was like, I asked my parents for a North Face jacket. And I think I might have even said something like, that jacket is so expensive, Isabella. Like, you shouldn't ask your parents for that. 
<laughs> like I might have said that. I don't yeah. know. That's certainly what I was thinking. And but you were like, no, that's what I really like. It's the only thing I want. Blah blah blah. This like this was you were ride or die. Like this yes. is what you wanted for Christmas. And um, I thought, like, my parents would never get me a North Face. <laughs> and what does she come to church in the following week? North Face jacket, baby. Her dad delivered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, but you wanted it, and you said something about, because I asked you, like, why, you know, yeah. I, I don't think I had, a, I've never had a North Face jacket until, like, career. Gotcha. You know? And so I never had it in high school or college, like, mm -hmm. when I was cool. And, um, and I never got that style. I got like a raincoat. So it's, <laughs> it's not in the same price range, but you know, I know I asked you something like, why did you want that brand? Blah, blah, blah. You're like, I just want to fit in with everybody else. Mm. Everybody else has a North Face jacket except you and me, Bethany, like at <laughs> church or whatever, you know? Yeah. And you were like, I don't want to be the only one without one. Yeah. And again, that comes back to what I'm talking about is like, I, like back to the wallabies. <laughs> everybody had wallabies or Sperry's or the North Face jacket and I felt like I had to get that so people saw that like I was cool and like I wanted to fit in because I always felt just like oh that's the girl that like is Hispanic doesn't really talk really good English whatever and so I just needed to like get some stuff to make me feel cool and fit in um so that's a really funny story because I don't remember that so I'm glad I'm glad that you do. But yeah, that's kind of the point that I feel like just culture and people just, you know, if you don't have this certain thing, this certain style, you're not it. You're not cool enough. But Jesus literally says that we are precious in his sight and he loves us. And we don't have to look a certain way for us to be loved or worthy, you know. And we can walk in confidence mm -hmm. in life. Whatever we're doing. Yep. Um, just because, just knowing I am creating the image of God. God loves me. God cares about me. I know it's really hard. Like, I'm, I'm prefacing this before I say this. I know it's really hard to fully believe these things, but to say, you know what? It doesn't matter what other people say. Yes. Like, the only thing that matters is what God thinks of me. Mm. Now, I say that, but that is hard yeah. to, like, really internalize and really like live out every single day I think it's almost like a daily choice yes you know it is that every day I'm going to believe that my identity is in Christ and nobody else yeah. and like I still struggle with that yeah you know like there's so much pressures on social media like if you don't get this many likes or if you don't do this or that like you're not good enough but Jesus says the opposite of that and and like you said, it's a daily choice of every day waking up, looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, you know what, girl, you worth it with your curly hair, with your, you know, tan brown skin, like you are worth it. And you can walk out of your house knowing that your identity is in Christ and nobody else's. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, even when I think about times I've struggled with my um, worthiness mm -hmm. and, and identity and things like that um just recognizing like it doesn't really matter about all these other opinions mm. like a lot of the time I think we get in this like you said this comparison and we're so worried about other people think and actually we create these ideas in our minds 
that maybe aren't even what people think. Mm. This is where my, my warning <laughs> comes in because I think that sometimes we also believe that people don't like us or people are criticizing us even when they actually aren't. And of course, you know, I mean, yes, people do criticize and, and whatever, but um, I think as women, we often in our minds like mm. take one little yes girl <laughs> and run with it. It grows. It's yes. like a little tiny seed, but we grow it into a giant. Um, you know, it reminds me of like a flower that Peter was talking to me, my husband, about um, that he was talking about morning glories in China. They don't really like morning glories. They're more of like a weed plant because they just take over. But my mom likes to plant them, mm -hmm. and they're like pretty flower to her. You know, and in some way, these ideas are kind of like a morning glory. You just plant a little seed, it sprouts, it takes over. Right. Like, that's why it can be a weed. <laughs> <laughs> because it just takes over wherever it's growing. Yeah. Now, my mom, like, that's the look she wants. So that's why she's, you know, doing that. But I think we have to be careful with you know, letting these ideas of, you know, what other people are maybe thinking, whether or not they're really thinking it, right? <laughs> just letting them take over in our life, like, like a morning glory. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Because I think the enemy uses that to just make us like not joyful and just, you know, try to be, oh my gosh, like, are they thinking about that? And just makes you more anxious and like worried about what people are saying. And they might not even, not even be saying that. Um, so that's, that's something I definitely do a lot and I need, yeah, you I know. Was, I, well, because I was even thinking when you talked about the social media thing and stuff and like you, um, sometimes have talked to me before about your social media and like, why didn't people like this photo more? Like, I think it's so cute. What do you think, Bethany? I'm like, I think it's wonderful. And like, but then I tell Isabella, well, think about like, maybe they're just like busy in work right now. So right. they haven't looked at it yet. Yeah. Or like, you know, there's the algorithm that like feeds <laughs> it to people or not. And yeah. like you, they're constantly changing it. You can't predict it, you know, or whatever. But, but there are often logical reasons even that people didn't respond to your text didn't look at your social media posts. Yeah. Didn't do something, and not even because they didn't love you or they don't care about you, um, but because just, like, life stuff, like, they just haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah. I know? know. And so that's where I think we often, we start in some place like that. Mm. And we think, okay, well, people aren't really reaching. Nobody's texting me. I feel so alone. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, nobody cares. Yeah. But, you know, maybe they care. Maybe they're just, but they're living their life. They're doing other things. They haven't texted you. Mm. Be, be the initiator yeah. instead of, yeah. and, and, you know, find, or find out, you know, What's instead up? of, instead of like assuming something yeah. about other people and what they're thinking and, yeah. you and, know, because I think we, we dwell in that. Mm -hmm. And like Isabella said, Satan uses that to make us think that we're not worthy because, you know, nobody likes my social media posts. Nobody's texting me. Nobody's calling me anymore. Or I got this heat, cute haircut and nobody's telling me how cute it is. I'm just kidding. That's me being silly. <laughs> but like, yeah. I was going to bring up, you know, and we'll talk about Instagram, you know, 
Enneagram, however you say it, yeah. um, mm -hmm. later on. Um, but I'm a four, um, so I'll give you a little sneak peek about like my personality. But I like all the emotions. Like for all my fours out there, you know how emotional we get and how we just take one thing and just like run with it. And we're just like, oh my gosh, like why, why this and why that? And like sometimes, you know, emotions are good. Um, and I think it was Lisa Turkhurst who said this, but emotions are indicators and not dictators. And that is something I've had to really, really, really tell myself all the time because I can easily let my emotions and like what people say, what people say or what people are not saying dictate how I feel and like what, what I'm going to do for that day or whatever. And, you know, I think it's really important like Bethany was saying, to really focus on like what Jesus says that you are and what Jesus wants for you instead of like, oh my gosh, these people or this thing didn't go the way that it was supposed to go. But you just kind of have to not let those things, you can't dwell on it. Like that's yeah. the best word. Like you can't dwell on it. Um, because Jesus says that we are worthy and we are worth it. That kind of reminds me of a story that I was studying in the Bible recently. Um, and I was reading about Hagar in the Bible. So um, a little backstory of who is Hagar, right? Especially you may not be familiar with that story. Um, so Abraham... Um, he had a wife, Sarah. Sarah has a servant, Hagar. Abraham and Sarah can't have a child. They've tried, tried so long. Sarah's getting so old, still haven't had a kid. Um, God promised them they would have a kid. So Sarah says, hey, I'm giving you my servant, Hagar, to sleep with. Um, and, you know, maybe you can have a child through her. And it'll kind of like be my child because I, you know, I approve this or whatever. Right. Um, and so Hagar sleeps with Abraham as she's told, forced to do. I mean, she's a servant, so she mm -hmm. has to do whatever she has, you know, she's told to do. And she gets pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then Sarah gets jealous of Hagar and she sends her away because she's like, you know, she, really, she wants it to be her, right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, like, Abraham is excited. He's going to have this kid. So Sarah gets jealous. And Hagar leaves with basically nothing. You know, she's she's mm -hmm. cast out into the wilderness. She's probably thinking, what am I going to do um, now that I'm out here and I'm pregnant? And, you know, she's scared. And um, I think this is kind of like how we often feel when we feel, like, unworthy. Mm. Like, we feel like we're cast out from the general society. Yeah. Or from our friends mm. or whoever. Um, and maybe it's because of, like, maybe they cast us out because of jealousy, you know, as one particular reason. And um, and then we're out there and we're alone and we're like, what am I going to do? But Hagar, um, she notices God and God speaks to her and actually God helps take care of her through this time. Um, and he provides for her and she has her, her son. And, and Hagar is very touched by this. And she calls God the God who sees me. Mm, I love that. And so, um, like the Hebrew word translates as the God who sees me. And I 
lo- I love thinking about the story when I think about like I'm feeling unworthy because God sees me and whatever I'm going through. So even when I feel unworthy to my friends because I don't have the cool clothes or if I feel unworthy because, you know, social media says I need to be a certain size or I'm feeling unworthy because my professor, you know, scored my paper really harshly and I'm feeling kind of dumb now. Um, But God sees me and my pain and knows I'm there and I am not alone. Because I think when we are feeling, like, unworthy, we can kind of go into, like, depression and sadness and fears really drive us in that moment. And um, knowing, you know what, God is with us. And, um, you know, when I'm thinking about feeling, I guess, comfort from that, um, I'm reminded of Psalm 91, 4 through 5, which talks about, and God we can find refuge. Mm -hmm. So like when everything else is scary, when everything else is not going well, when I'm feeling unworthy, I can run to God and he is my refuge. He is my safe space. He is my um, comfort, you know, and he will carry me through. Doesn't mean it won't be difficult. It was still difficult for Hagar. Yes. But God was with her through the whole time. He saw her through the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he took care of her through that whole time. Yeah. You know? And I think that's such a great reminder um, when we feel unworthy um, and other people are judging us, you know? Um, because often my feelings of unworthiness come because of maybe comments other people said. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, just to remember, God sees me, he knows, he is my refuge. And, um, yeah, so that's such a good reminder. And it makes me think of another verse, actually, in, in mm-hmm. Psalm. It's 46.5, um, and it says that God is within her, and she will not be toppled because he cares about you. Um, and I just love that again, because he is saying like, I am within you and I care about you and he cares about us in every aspect and every detail of our lives, you know, like the silliest thing or this most simple thing that we, you know, can think about. Um, he cares about that. And it also makes me think of like another verse, um, which is Matthew, um, 10, 30 through 31, and it says that, you know, all of our hairs have been counted. So don't be afraid because you are worth more than sparrows. So he even cares about how many hairs are on our head. And he knows exactly, yeah. like, even though my hair is thick um, and not, as, I got a haircut recently, but it was long. And he knew how many hairs were on my head because he cares about those small details um, in our life. And that should mean a whole lot to us. And that's how we can fight those enemy, the enemy's lies that we are given by people or society. We can just hold on to the truth that he cares for us and we are, we are worth it to him. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about, as you were talking about the hairs on our heads, like 
who in our lives would take time to count how many hairs are on our heads? Right, yeah. Like, even our mothers care so much about us, but they are not taking the time to count every individual hair. Yeah. Like, our spouse is not taking the time to count every individual hair. Yeah. And so even when we try to picture, like, how much God cares for us, how much he loves us, um, I think it's, like, a great reminder yeah. that, like, you know, all the things that our spouse or our parents or whoever in our lives that we have seen love demonstrated by, mm-hmm. but God loves us even more than that, even more than we can really imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I was just thinking, like, I was laughing because I actually think I tried to count all my hairs on my head one day. Like, I just saw this image of me, like, back in the day, like, just trying to count. That's, like, impossible to do. I mean, yeah. I just, I don't even know. And even if you start counting them, like, you probably kind of get out of order. I don't know. But, I mean, that is so true. Like, our friends care about us, our spouse, our families, but you know, Jesus cares so much more deeper than they do because he's able to tell us how many hairs are on our head. Um, and in that verse, it talks about how he takes care of the sparrows. So, you know, all the little birds that are out there, like God makes sure they have food, they have mm-hmm. somewhere to sleep, they are taken care of. So it's a reminder that, you know, God cares about even the little details of our lives. Like, do we have housing? Do we have food? Do we have the things we need? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's such a great reminder of just, yeah, how much he loves us and, and he cares about us. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I think we should talk a little bit about, um, you know, we're struggling with worthiness. Mm-hmm. What are some steps that we can take um, when we're feeling maybe unworthy, Um, whether it be we're feeling unworthy between us and God or we're feeling unworthy because of, you know, other people, maybe in society or whatever. So we kind of talked about some things, um, but Isabella, you want to share maybe some of those things? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So like, you know, we've talked about this topic about worthiness uh, and how we've felt in the past and not felt worthy, but we're, we're still going through like feeling unworthy at times. And I feel like throughout our journey, um, until we see Jesus face to face, we're going to battle things. And so we want to make sure that, you know, we are able to fight that good fight. Um, and so we're going to talk about some of those things. So for me personally, one of the biggest things in my life that has really, helped me as starting off reading God's word Mm -hmm. and reminding me myself of he does love me like all the verses we talked about just like constantly like reading them and and even memorizing them or Mm -hmm. you know another good idea is like writing them on note cards and have have them um or um, yeah I love doing little sticky notes and then I can stick them, like, on my mirror or near my toilet or, you know, just, like, <laughs> near like places. Toilet. Yeah, the places that I have to go. Yeah, and all the time. I see, yeah, and it's just, like, it's a good reminder. Yeah. And I remember, I think, I don't remember if it was high school or early college, but I was feeling kind of unworthy thinking about my self-image and stuff. And I wrote some verses kind of related to this. And I put them around my mirror. Yeah. To kind of remind myself as I'm getting ready, I'm doing my hair, I'm doing my makeup, that I always see those verses and be reminded 
that, you know, God loves me and I'm special in his sight and yeah. I'm created in his image. Yeah. Um, to remi- be reminded of these truths um, Absolutely. is so helpful. Yeah, and then another place I really found, find helpful and I've seen people do is putting it in their cars because, you yeah. know, we like travel to and from, you know, job or wherever. And, like, that's always a good reminder. Obviously, do not drive and read at the same time. But when you're at a stoplight or something. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make that very clear. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, like, that is one of the biggest. And, and like, it talks about, um, I think it's in Ephesians. um, And it talks about the full armor of God and how, you know, the word of God is the sword um, to fight all those things, all those lies, um, all that comparison that we have in our brains, whatever, whatever it is, whatever the situation, God's word is very important. Yeah. You know, another thing, um, as we were talking about what have we done in the past to kind of help us through some of these uh, difficult times when we felt unworthy I realized that often, you know, one of my first things that I do is go to the Lord in prayer. Mm. And then that has been really key to helping me through some really difficult times. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, it makes me um, think about, like, in high school, I was bullied some. And I just feel like I couldn't have gotten through that time without going to the Lord in prayer And even though I couldn't really understand, like, why that was happening, but um, just trying to trust the Lord in that, you know, and looking back, um, even though it was a painful time, I feel like God used it to help me grow. Yeah. And I think God wanted me to rely on him Mm -hmm. in that season. Yeah. You know, so um, I think, like, going to the Lord in prayer about these worries and concerns and feeling unworthy and God help me to be the person you want me to be to um, represent you well to others you know all of the things that maybe we feel like we're not capable enough you yeah know? yeah I really like that like talking to the Lord all the time when you wake up and you go to sleep and throughout the day and I when you were talking, I thought of um, there was a season in my life in college where it was just really tough for me, um, and I was battling a lot, battling a lot of different things. And I remember literally, <laughs> anytime I would walk anywhere, I'm praying. Like I'm walking and I'm praying in my brain, like because yeah. I just felt so defeated. And without praying to Jesus, like Jesus, even like Jesus, I just need your help. Jesus, I need you to like help me get through this day. Like just any communication with the Lord just constantly helped me really, really a lot during that season. And like you said, like it, you can talk to the Lord any time of the day at any point in your life. And we should actively be doing that uh, in our lives as believers. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was thinking about my own journey of kind of feeling unworthy and Um, I thought I'd share kind of a a time when, or maybe it's been many years of feeling unworthy, but you know, one of the, the reasons, I mean, I, I've definitely had moments of like not feeling pretty enough and, and things like that, but there's another aspect that we hadn't really touched, but I felt really like academically or like in regards to my smartness or whatever, that I just felt really unworthy. Um, and 
in college, I started out as an engineering major and I ended up switching majors because I wasn't doing well in school. Um, a few other factors as well, um, kind of political climate, thinking about what my future career would be really. And, you know, but I switched majors and at that time, like I felt like I was really dumb that, you know, I kind of had to switch majors because I just wasn't smart enough to do engineering. Um, even though I actually had a lot of accomplishments, I worked as, and as an engineering intern for multiple years. I, I did research that was published, you know. And so why I had to feel like just because, like, I couldn't do well in a class mm. that I felt like I wasn't worthy, you know. But, but I just was, I was in that season of life. <laughs> and um, as I got older, I was working on my degree, and it took me a long time to finish my undergraduate degree. Um, so I really never thought I would go to school beyond mm. that. Um, and ended up, I went to grad school. Now I'm working on my PhD. And I look back at the Bethany that I was then, and, and I was a following Jesus then. Right. Like, I was trying to pursue what God wanted for me. Mm. Um, but I just didn't feel like I was smart. I felt like... I just need to, you know, do whatever the Lord is calling me to. But I never really had any big dreams for myself. Mm. And then I had like a Christian mentor in my life say to me, Bethany, I feel like you're trying to limit God mm. in what you're doing with your life. And I'm like, well, it's because I feel like I'm not good enough. And they were like, but, you know, God created you in his image. Right. And you should, you know, you should dream big because God dreams big for you. Mm, I love that. And I had never thought of it that way, mm. you know. And this mentor was like, if God opens the door for, like, you to do further education, like, then believe that God thinks you can do it so you can do it, mm. you know. Like, you shouldn't not, you shouldn't doubt yourself. You know, yeah, and um, I would have never thought when I was an undergrad that I would ever be pursuing my PhD or working in a university. I just didn't think I was smart enough. Um, But I feel like it's by the grace of God that He has opened the doors for me to pursue these academic pursuits, and um, He has helped give me confidence Mm -hmm. through time to pursue these things yeah you know and I think um Christians should be more confident even in things like academics where I think we sometimes beat each other up and Isabella even called me out on it she's like Bethany you called yourself dumb like you shouldn't call (laughs) yourself dumb because like God created you and you're not dumb yeah um but I mean that's how I felt in that season um, and you know, the enemy uses those kind of lies. Yes. Even now, like if I'm struggling with schoolwork, it's like, you know, well, maybe you're dumb. Maybe you couldn't do the PhD, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but actually I don't think that's true. And that's just me having those self doubts. Right. And, um, yeah, I just, I want to share that story because I hope that it's an encouragement to others who feel like, you know, for whatever reason, whether it be in your career, it be in your personal life, it be in your dating relationships, that you feel like you're not good enough. Um, God wants us to be confident and to like go out and he wants mm-hmm. us to pursue big things. Mm-hmm. You know, he has big dreams for us 
we often limit him and what he can do in us because we say, no, God, I can't. Mm. Um, but really, I think we're supposed to open ourselves up in complete surrender to him and not limit what he might do with us. Yeah. You know, and me pursuing like the career path that I'm in is so much bigger and better than I ever dreamed for myself. Mm. And it, and it's better. Like it's, it's more enjoyable, yes. you know? Yeah. Um, and God knows what we would enjoy more. Yeah. God knows like what career path and what things we should be doing that we would enjoy and that would serve his kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, um, and that looks different for everybody. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, I think we need to be reminded that we, um, you know, should not limit ourselves. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, a very good reminder because I've had seasons in my life where I've put Jesus in a box, and mm-hmm. you know, because it wasn't going the way I wanted it to go or whatever, and um, I've learned to be really expectant of the Lord, like expect so much more because He um, has really good things for us, and we should know that He sees us as precious, and He um, he wants us to remember that He has a big future yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I also have had seasons in my life of feeling unworthy. Um, a big part of my life, you know, I, I touched on wanting to fit in and you know we talked about like the north face and the wallabies and all that stuff but yeah i just felt so different um growing up and i just never felt good enough even with my north face jacket on i just never felt like i could fit in and people didn't really treat me like i fit in um and it really it wrecked me as a child and i think because of that, it made me like really want to feel loved and and worthy or enough for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know, I feel like as believers, like we forget that like our identity is in Christ. So like in this season of my life, I just I forgot that. Like I knew He was there, and I knew that that was um, that's where my identity lied in. But I just. I guess forgot um, in that season and so um, I would say in college even like some in high school I would try to find that in other people like in friends um, or in relationships um, with like boyfriends and stuff just wanting to feel loved and worth it and I feel um, like there are a lot of young women who just want to feel loved Mm -hmm. by a, a boy Um, and like, I just wanted someone to be like, Ooh, girl, you pretty and you are cool. And whoever did that, I was like, okay, yeah. Like I want to hang out with you and I'm going to, you know, be your girlfriend and kind of see that through. But, um, in all honesty, like, you know, I kind of stopped, I kind of fell away from the Lord during that time because I wasn't going to him for fulfillment but to somebody else and in a relationship for fulfillment. Um, and I just, I, for a couple of years, I would say, I just kind of stopped, um, you know, following Jesus, um, even though he was still pursuing me. I mean, constantly, every single day, he would be like, you need to come back to me. You need to come back to me because I see you as worthy. Um, and 
I would almost say, I would almost argue that when I left those relationships, I actually felt more like depleted and more unworthy mm-hmm. um, because I was seeking it in the wrong places and um, I didn't seek it in the Lord. And so, you know, an encouragement um, for, for you listeners is just to remember that Jesus sees you as beautiful and he loves you so much. It makes me yeah. think of that verse. Like, he sees us as wonderfully and fearfully made. Yeah. No matter if people tell you that. Um, and you know what? If, if like, this is just, we might edit this out. I don't know. But if guys don't flock all over you or think that you're, like, just, it's okay. Like, Jesus is enough. You don't need a guy to tell you that you are beautiful because your your identity is in Christ. So if you're struggling with that, just know that like, you know, people have been there and don't let someone tell you something that you are not. And it's not going to complete you because we're both not. married. And then we still struggle with things like unworthiness. Yes. <laughs> um, because even though we have husbands who are wonderful husbands. Absolutely. But, you know, that that is not where we get satisfaction. Because we really get that confidence and satisfaction and feeling worthy from God. Yes. Absolutely. I, yeah. I That's a good point, Bethany. Because we all think that, oh, yeah, we're going to get married and all of this is going to go away. Um, but it's not, and I've heard, yeah. and I've had someone tell me, make sure you don't make your husband your God, because mm-hmm. he can never be, like we say, like our husbands are wonderful, I mean, yeah, but they will never be Jesus, they will never be blameless and sinless, um, and they will never give us everything that we need. Um, so that is like a great reminder that marriage is amazing. He uses it for sanctification in our lives. Um, but definitely going to our spouse for like all our worthiness is not where it needs to be. Yeah. So that's definitely a good reminder, Bethany. Well, we thank you guys for listening to this episode. And I just want to share a little bit like of, you know, since we've been learning about podcasting, um, it's so helpful to us if you subscribe to our podcast on different podcast platforms. It looks different. I think a lot of them, they have a heart and that yes. means you're, you're a subscriber. Um, if you set it to download it um, as it, the new episodes come out, then that also helps us a lot. So if you like this, we hope that you will subscribe, you will download the podcast Um, And you'll set, like, reminders to be able to listen to it. Um, Also, a lot of the platforms have a way to review. So if you can leave, like, a star review, leave a comment review, that is so helpful for us as well um, as we're trying to, like, let more people know about our podcast. Yeah, and, you know, if you like hanging out with us, um, follow us on Instagram at SoulBesties. Um, We also have a Facebook page as well just to see what we're up to. Um, and we normally, we, um, we normally will post a recipe, you know, after our episode launches on a Monday. So be on the lookout for that. So if you're into cooking with us, with the soul besties, then just follow us. 
um, and just check us out. Yeah, we share a lot of like life content. If we're hanging out together, you might see a little like Instagram, Facebook story or whatever. So um, it's a fun place and we love for you to connect with us. And we um, are so grateful for all of you that are listening. And so um, we've just been amazed already. Like yes. um, how many people are listening and following. And we just thank you guys for your support. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Soul Besties. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at Soul Besties to see more of what we're up to. And join us again for our next episode, which will come out every two weeks.